it's really weird, like having headphones in and hearing my voice muffled, but otherwise I think I'd be getting your, uh, yeah. uh, you know, so. I have headphones, but I don't, I won't think I need them, just the work. Yeah. You hear me? Well. Yeah. Okay. Alright, so. Alright, well, uh, hello and, uh, welcome to, uh, Experiencing the Spirituals, uh, very first video interview. And I want to welcome you, thank you, the viewer, for uh, tuning in. And I also want to welcome uh, Mr. Paul Hederman. Um, and a uh, uh, little, little background, I, uh, a year ago, I had the privilege of hearing Paul speak in a meeting in a, in a small, um, about 30, 30 people or so, 40, 30 to 40 people. And... Um, at the time, it was, I don't know if I ever told you this, Paul, but uh, I, I had this friend who was, uh, for for two weeks before, before you came to Minneapolis, uh, he was saying, hey, you, I just found this website, Zen Bishlap, and uh, you have to look this guy up on YouTube, and and, uh, he, and he, he, he was talking about you a lot, and he had no idea that you were coming into town, and, and I, yeah. I didn't didn't look anything, didn't look it up at the time, it just didn't register, but, uh, and then at the time I was starting the Course in Miracles, and it, it just, uh, the, I, I walked into that room, and you, you mentioned it immediately, as you, when you talked, um, because there's somebody who opened, um, but, uh, the, the energy in that room was just palpable, it was, it was really, really intense and and what i heard was exactly what i what i what inside seemed like i needed to hear it's that it's that internal resonator you know the uh just like that tuning fork just was just picked up on what you were talking about and um you know because i had been i'd been i had tried the uh the just bare essential getting by AA, you know, and, um, uh, and, and this is within the context of 12-step program, um, you know, and, and I, 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 had, I had sort of limited myself spiritually for a little bit, and, and uh, what, it, it was, it was at a time when I was, I was having these experiences and opening up to different, different ideas and reading different books, and I was looking for, for something, and, and it really seemed like your message put it together very simply and uh more more than just hearing your message because for the past year i've been subscribed to your podcast i've been uh i have um, subscribed to your youtube channel and so uh i uh, I, I you know you always talk about repetition um and, and it, it has helped a lot but what was most powerful for me in in that that night was simply meeting you because uh, I forget who it who it was that said I think Henry David Thoreau or uh, one of those you know Ralph Waldo Emerson one of those people said uh, who you are speaks so loudly that I cannot hear what you say and it was just the very presence that you sort of brought in 
to this room and, and uh, that I felt in talking with you afterwards that was the, the most powerful part of the, the message. And, um, and, and I took a, that, that night, I just took, right after that, I just took this walk down to the river and it was just like, what? <laughs> and uh, it, was, it was great. And so I want to thank you not only for joining uh, me tonight for the, for this, but, but also for the impact that you and your invitation has had over the past year. And, um, and that's why, what I think is going to make this interview interesting is this is not, um, this is not like, like I just listened to some of your podcasts a few days ago and then <laughs> now I have these questions about the, the concepts. Uh, I've had I've had some some experience with 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 what you're talking about, and um, there's that's where that's where it has come alive is in the experience of not not the knowing and conceptualizing of what you're talking about. Um, so that being said, <laughs> um, would would you like to say what what it is that you are talking about? <laughs> Because uh, you know, some some people may just a you know brief sort of introduction to what what is Zen Bitch Lab and what what have you been talking about for for how many years is it? Nineteen, eighteen years. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Well, Zen Bitch Lab is just a a website that offers the talks that we do. We do. A, usually three weeks, three talks a week, and so we offer the talks to be downloaded so that people can uh, listen if they like and then see what happens. Yeah. And just in the frame of AA, of recovery, it's sort of uh, changing the focus on what, what is called the problem instead of taking it to be a mental activity called obsession with self. It's, I believe it's uh, an identification as a self which is uh, an act. It's, it's, there is no finish line. You don't become a self, but you appear to be one in your head over and over and over again. Because it's, uh, so I call it selfing. So this idea of selfing, it, it, uh, its product is a sense of being a self. It can't create it, but it can make it. So it makes it. And it keeps making it because it can't, it never becomes it, so it has to keep making it. So that's what I call the selfing. So the selfing is a mental process that implies or uh, points to a noun that there's someone that's seeing, there's someone that's thinking, there's someone that's doing, there's someone that's having. And uh, I like to see, put that into question and then see mm -hmm. what happens here. So. That's what the website is, and the message, basically I frame it in recovery because I'm from recovery, and um, because my, my uh, take on it is that you can describe the problem quite well, but you can't describe what you are, but you can definitely describe what you're not, because there's, what I am is the seeing of what I'm not, really, yeah, so I'm the seeing of what I'm not. So that's that's the that's, point of the whole yeah. thing. Yeah. That's that seems like a good uh good 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 
package of well let's just go let's go somewhere jason the thing see the obsession mm -hmm. with self is an activity that reinforces the identification as self yes so mm -hmm. it's sort of like it has a purpose so to deal with that to try to get out of the obsession with self you could actually frame that as an obsession with self yeah so right. you, you can't get out of it you can't self can't get out of self that's the dilemma, the seeming dilemma, because if you're not a self, then there's no need to get out of it. Yeah, That's the beauty of it. When you're identified as a self, you want to get out of self. That's the main imperative of an addict, is to get out of self. They're trying to get some relief from an irritability, restlessness, and discontent. But the point is, what what's getting the relief is the problem in a sense yeah so whatever relief comes the problem takes identifies as the one that has that relief which causes it not to be that relieving yes <laughs> yeah. yeah and it's and it it keeps it going and going yes and yes. going and in that finish line that you mentioned is uh it's the it's a, the carrot you know just yeah. carrot on a stick just right in front and uh it i know it's kept me uh because I'm in, I'm in recovery as well, as, as you know, and that's kind of how, what brought us together in that context. And uh, just for, for other viewers, though, this uh, Paul has, uh, has talked a lot about this, and I believe this firmly, is that we're all recovering from something. And um, ultimately, and alcoholism and addiction are extreme examples, and I'm, I'm really quoting Paul on this, that, uh, or paraphrasing, that... It's that they're, they're extreme, extreme examples of this, this identification as a self. And, um, but, so, if you're listening to this and you've never, never picked up a substance, never uh, had any experience with, with any kind of addictive, well, <laughs> I would question that, that, that somebody hasn't had any experience with some kind of addictive behavior. <laughs> but, um... This, it, the message, you know, it, I, I just want to establish that the, uh, the relevance, um, it's not, this is not exclusive to 12-step recovery, this, and, um, and it actually goes quite beyond that, but, uh, but I'm sure we're going to be referencing it a lot, and, um, and, and, and I actually really would like to, because it's, uh, it's an interesting, it's an interesting thing to, have such a different take and a different perspective in the fellowship, you know, and um, I, I recently, I've, I've felt very alone for the past year or so, entertaining the idea that it's not, it's not that I'm, I'm obsessing about self and, and, have, and thinking about self, it's the fact that I'm, I'm convinced that the, in the, in the, validity of Jason and this this process this you know I'm Jason it is, is kind of the verb that for me and um and, and the, the, the book and the fellowship kind of talk about um getting getting relief from from selfishness and, and, and it very never addresses the issue of self-identity um and uh, it's it's just I spent the first 
two years in my recovery. It's been three and a half years now. And I spent the first two years of my recovery with the following that carrot and always, always feeling like, uh, oh, I have to, I, I, I didn't do my nightly inventory and, uh, what, what's going to happen. And, um, I, you know, I, um, I, I must, must not be spiritual today and, and I, I'm not doing this and doing that right. So, so. Then I devise these plans of how I'm going to get spiritual, and um, and then I get I, I I get that, and then I may get a little bit of relief or, or you know some sort of um, sense of uh, of well being, and then I'm back to square one. Probably you know it could be a week later, it could be within five minutes. You know, somebody something happens, and what uh. What what you you are introducing and you've introduced in, for me is the the idea that there's there's and and, and I, I I was listening to one of your your more recent podcasts and it sort of uh, it talks about an issue that that I I had questioned for a little bit um, but basically the 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 freedom from having to find freedom. Um, as, as if it's some distant thing that I have to have have all the right ingredients for. Uh, does that kind of does that kind of click or? Yeah, it's the, it, in a sense it's the it's the freedom from the need to be liberated. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah. The, the thing with the selfing is the selfing is just promotes a sense of being a fixed reference, like that something is happening to me, yes? Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's really the product of the selfing. It isn't really what's going on, but it's what's, who it's going on to. That's where the selfing's product really shows up. So if, and this is not an experience, see? It's not an experience, it's more, if you want to use the word state, it's more a state of mind. It's not an experience because to have an experience, there's sort of, there's got to be a someone to have the experience. So experiences occur, but the whole message is that there's no one having any experiences. And that's a state of mind. The sense of that there's no one having the experiences, a, a real sense of that. The mental process is implying there's someone having the experience, but the sense of it is that there is no one having the experience. That's the state of mind. Yeah, that's the freedom from selfing in a way. Mm -hmm. When you have to see the main movement of selfing is to claim. Yes. So the idea of a body isn't seen as a body. It's given the name my body. Yes. Time is given the name my time. Money is my money. Relationships are my relationships. So the meaning changes incredibly. Let's say you have money. And let's say money has an objective result here. And let's say if I had a million dollars, that would result in me probably living more comfortably for a year in where I live, let's say. Yes? And you would, you would imagine that if this was an objective place, that that million dollars would have an objective effect on me. Yeah? But... Let's just say that money isn't seen as money, but it's seen as my money. And in the conditioning that makes what I call Paul up, 
my money is that I'm never going to have enough money. Yeah? There's a belief in there. There's an idea in there. So every time money shows up in life, or I'm in relation with it seemingly in life, it's seen as my money. And so that belief about money is injected into that topic, money. Yeah? So I may not feel comfortable, no matter how much money I have, because there's maybe a belief up there that I'm never going to have enough. Yeah? This is yeah. what happens. This is all brought to you by an identification as self. Because how it moves and affects and uses everything as a screen for it to project its little ideas on is that it claims things. Yeah? It claims the idea of thoughts as I'm the thinker of it. And it's an incredible leap. Because you and I can't even shit when we want to. Really. Yeah? I've been on trains in India where I, the last thing I wanted to do was take a shit on that train. But I had to take a shit. I mean, I had incredible dysentery. Right. Yes? But here we are. We can't even stop shitting or start shitting when we want. But we actually live under the sense that I'm the thinker of these thoughts. That I can't see that I can't weigh, I can't grab them, I don't know where they're stored, yet somehow I'm the claimer of it, I'm the doer of right. that. Yeah? So let's just say, during the day, I spoke about this last night, and um, let's just say, to, like, I live at, let's say I'm at my house, I'm in my life, and every day I get, a, I get 350 books shipped to me. Yeah? And as soon as, I, as soon as the books show up, I call them my books. Now, now, I have to have a lot of room to store those books, yes? And the next day, 350 more books come. And the next day, 350 more books come. And every time a book shows up, I think it's my book, yeah? So I have a lot. i got to store it. I'm constantly engaged in what am I going to do with all of my books, yeah? This is similar to thoughts. They say you have 70,000 thoughts a day, the brain. Let's just say you're aware of 3,000 of them. If there's a relationship as being the thinker of those thoughts, every one of those are yours. What the hell is your mind going to do with those thoughts? So lots managed. It's got to store. It's got to it's got to put it somewhere. And if it can't find any room for it, it's got to dump it on someone else. Yes? And so on and so forth. So with this with life seemingly coming at us and putting us in a position of being the processor of it, what we're relying on to process life is unreliable. Yeah? So what does it do? It has to store it. It has to blame others. It has to dump it on people. It has to disassociate. It has to sort of forget. It has to get high because it's got, it, in, its, in its life, it's claimed every feeling is my feeling. Every thought. I thought every one of these thoughts. I've done everything I think I've done. I've omitted things I shouldn't have omitted. I've committed tons of things. All of this is like weight. All of this is causing an incredible claustrophobic state and a lot of traveling heavy here. Yes? It's, yeah. it's all brought to us by that identification of self. If you see a thought, it's totally different than when you see a thought and it's called my thought. Yeah? The seeing is the exact same. There's awareness seeing a thought. Yes? Awareness is seeing a thought. The mental process rises up and claims the thought. I'm the seer of the thought. I, and if you ask who is that I, it says me. It's a body. Yeah? So this is the thinker of those thoughts. These, these thoughts are my thoughts. This is bondage. 
to self. Mm -hmm. This is the yeah. act of slavery or bondage to self. Yeah? Absolutely. Yeah. And if, if I may interject, I found out recently that the, uh, the body and all of its cells reproduce and are, are replaced every seven years or so. Yeah. And so literally, the if I was appearing uh, to you now is not <laughs> what was seven years ago. No. Um, and so, and yet I, yet I still am completely, you know, and, and still have the tendency to yes. have just... But just see, it's, the thing is, that it's not you, Jason, that has that tendency. That's the good news. Uh -huh. It's not about getting over the tendency. It's when the tendency is tendencying, so to speak. There's a realization there's no you that has the tendency. That's the freedom. It's not the mental process doesn't chill out. It may not. But the thing is, you're not engaged with it because you're not identified as the one who's having that process. Or that process is the one, I'm the one that that process is driving crazy. You're not, neither of those. You're not located. Yes? That's the, that's the freedom. It's not like my head never, uh, never utters a thought and makes up a story. It's making up stories all day. But there's not, I'm not an engaged reader of the stories because it's not about me. See? That's so where you're not interested. I'm not interested, interested in it. Yeah. No, your interest and attention is rooted in what you think you are or what you mm -hmm. feel you are. If you don't know what you feel you are, you really can never know what you feel you are, that frees up your attention and interest to be open and alert because it's in a state of I don't know now. It's not in a state of slavery to an idea of being Paul. It's open up to find out about life because it doesn't know what it is. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah it's very beautiful. It's, it is. And it, uh, one, one kind of thing I, I like to, would like to back up with is, uh, you know what? What what is this self that we're talking about? And um, and you've you've you I I again paraphrase uh, have used the term separate, long-lasting individual entity, and you've you've talked about it a little bit. But what creates what creates this sense of self? The mental uh, process does. A mental mm -hmm. process. It doesn't create it. It makes it. Because it, mm -hmm. to create something, it would be so. It's not so. So it makes up. It, it implies. It infers. It produces a sense of being a self. But there's no sense that you. There is no. There's no completion in that sense in actually being a self. There's just a sense of being a self. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. So the mental process has to constantly be selfing because it's almost like if you see a helicopter uh, propeller. If you watch it and it's moving so fast, it almost looks like it's done, it's not moving. So the selfing is going, 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 going on, and in the in the reflective nature of the mind, it reflects it as a thing. It almost sees it as a thing, Paul, a body, and that's the lock or the identification. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, it's it, we're we're talking about like being having the awareness of thoughts and. Well, um, you are the awareness. That, you are that. You don't have yeah, the awareness. You are the awareness. Yes. Very, very, very good. Thinking you have awareness is selfing. That's the feeling of yeah. selfing. See, the language is totally promotes. It's like a trance center. 
Ah. When, when thoughts are put into this language, they enslave us to the idea of being a something. Yeah, yeah. Ah. They don't just enslave us, but they enslave, let's say, mind. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, I've, uh, I... <laughs> yeah, we can't get out of the language, it's all right. Yeah. But just understand yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're, we're, we're a little, little limited here. That's... There's, you know, a beautiful story about, um, that I'm, I'm sure you've heard, but, uh, you know, the, 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 what Lao Tzu wrote about, the, uh, or the Chinese Taoist, uh, saying that those who know do not speak, those who speak do not know. And there's a story about how the disciples of, you know, the Buddha, uh, asked him to explain that. And he said, how many of you know the smell of a rose? And they all raised their hands or all indicated that they, they knew what, what a rose smelled like. Or they, they had, they had a Memory. awareness of, of, of the, what a rose smelled like. And then he said, put that in words. And then there was just silence because, and that's, that's what I find really difficult with this kind of stuff is, is putting it in words because, most, I mean, words are in, yeah. in language seem to be the uh, the, the the device or, or a, a mechanism with the with the allows the the selfing to operate. Yeah, so that's why, in a way, I'd like to I'd like to just describe and use words for about what we're not. It's, mm -hmm. To me, it's sort of like let's just say if the ocean. Uh, implies our nature, our true nature, and then there's a sense of a wave, and there's an identification as the wave. Now the wave has a desire to know the ocean, yeah? So mm -hmm. it's busily trying to have experience of the ocean, it's reading about the ocean, it's diving into the ocean, <laughs> and this and that. And yet, the, the real gem of the ocean is inherently the wave's nature. But as a wave, it can never get that gem. It can feel wet, but it will be an experience backed up with dry. Yeah? Things will come and go. But when it recognizes it's not a wave, that's the ocean. It's very immediate, yeah? Yes. So this way, in a sense, the talking is never about what we are. It's always about what I'm not, yeah? Because yes. what I'm not can be described. Because I'm not that, yes? <laughs> what I am, I cannot be described. So it can be clumsily pointed at, but i rather point at what we're not. Because to me, it's the seeing of what I'm not is what I actually am. That seeing of what I'm not is what yes. I am. Yeah? I'm not a seer. It's just seeing. I'm not a seer. There's nothing behind the seeing. There's no seer. There's no noun, if, if you want to put it that way. There's just this verb of seeing. Yeah? There's yes. no noun. There's no authentic self. There's no authentic God. There's no authentic someone doing everything. Yeah, there's just doing. Yeah? There's just having and doing and this and that. And there's no beginning or end to it, it seems like. There's a beginning right. and end to our little storyline as a body. <laughs> but I don't know right. if there's a beginning and end to this to the uh, this verb of just onness, let's say, mm -hmm. yeah, which is which is right now happening right now. 
Well, yeah, there's no... Obviously, right now, every moment, if no matter how much you cut up now into time, it's always now, every piece. Yes? Every piece is always now. It's almost like a holograph. Whatever, when they... You, every if you break a ho, uh, like a hologram or something into millions of pieces, every piece has the whole of it. Yeah, mm -hmm. it reflects the whole. That's all mind is doing. Conditional mind is trying to break up a wholeness and make it into millions of different pieces with different degrees and time and space. But in fact, every mo every moment reflects that all all the time now or the no time now. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. In other words, Absolutely. the timeless is invested in every moment that we call time. The timeless is invested in it because all there is is the timeless. Yeah. This is a mental procedure, like a, a mental surgery. We're trying to we're trying to cut up nothing and make it something all day. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then we we miss the 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 re reality. Yeah, because, yes, because really there. no matter how focused you are on something, it's still something. It, it clouds <laughs> your ability to see nothing, because seeing nothing is to me the state of mind. The conditional state of mind we seem to be uh, representing is a looking at some things. Yeah? We're looking uh -huh. at some things, we're looking for something, but the seeing nothing is the primordial state. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if you want to use these terms. But I would say yeah. it's the context to the content. The content of the conditional mind is I'm looking for something. Yeah, or I'm, I don't want to look at something. It's just either way, dualistic. <laughs> Two sides yeah, of the good, same coin. Yes, yes. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, flipping pancakes all day. But the fact is that so, the seeing nothing, which is I, which is in every moment of looking for something, is the seeing nothing. Yeah, it, it's ever-present. Yes, that's exactly. Always underneath the surface. That's why we don't notice it, because it's ever-present. Yeah. yeah. There's, uh, again, language is limited yeah, yeah, here, so excuse, excuse, excuse me uh, as I try to express this, but I've had, uh, the best way that I've come to um, ex accept this invitation and, and this idea is through through just watching and observing and asking questions like 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 you talk about like um, and that takes a certain level of awareness which I am and so that I mean you know but yeah. but let, let's say let's say we're talking about a, a, a self just to for, for to make things a little simpler um, it's there's a sense of awareness and consciousness that seems to be, be lacking in um, in most people to where the very idea that they are that, that they can observe a thought and and see it as a separate entity from them is uh, is just not there and and that's the impression that I get well from it's a lot there of I'd say but there's just no interest in it mm -hmm. yeah the potentials mm -hmm. there but there's no interest the interest is is being the one who's seeing, or the one who's thinking, or the one who ha who's having. The mind's interested in that, yeah. Its attention's there, and it's interested in that. That's the way it is at that time. But the potential is available, yeah. 
Absolutely. But the potential's not manifesting here as it's not translating here in this story of being people because I would say lack of interest, basically. Their interest is caught up in being a self, let's say, or the mm -hmm. interest is. And it's doing quite a good job illuminating life and describing life and uh, setting up the, the lighted stage for life to appear to be happening to you. Yeah? That's the interest. And that's the way I think. You know, I, when, when I was first getting sober, I, I would hear people say I'm a grateful alcoholic, grateful addict, and I would, I would just not get understand how somebody could be grateful for uh, for for all the, you know, the, the wreckage and stuff yeah. that comes with that. Um, but it, the blessing, the, it was such a blessing to have had, to reach such a point of desperation in just be, being so unable to go on the way I was going, that I had this willingness to, to, um, yeah. to develop a new interest, a new interest for, for some, you know, and a new awareness of that there, there is this, this problem going on. Uh, Henry David Thoreau said that most men live their lives in quiet desperation and go to the grave with the song still in them. And, um, there's a lot of unconsciousness, uh, I believe. And, uh, and, and the, the, what has illuminated, uh, illuminated the, the I am, the amness, the, the awareness, uh, that, that I, uh, have now can, can honestly say I believe myself to be. Nine months ago, I, I was intellectualizing your message. I was hearing it with, uh, sheep ears. Um, to reference one of your videos, um, but um, in ex it's been there. There's been experiences where there's been there's been times of of of, of sitting and and being still and and just watching the what what we're talking about. We are not, and as that. As I watched that more and more, and, and, and just see that happen, and uh, and then, and then I'm, I'm aware of this this body and all these sensations that are going on at any bit different moment, and that's when something, that's when it, it that's when that what we're talking about those moments are when uh, it's clear that this. That this invitation is is true for me. That's that's what made it valid. Is have is that is is going. I guess I, I guess I would call call it having some some retreat from what I'm what I am not, and ha, and and being in being the awareness. Like I love the quote: "Knowing God means being God. It is not relative knowledge." Uh, um, is uh, Ramon Maharshi? Yes. Yep. Beautiful. And, uh, yeah. Beautiful. And and that's that's exactly um, that's exactly what I I mean. You can't put words to it, but it's in the mind. The mind, as as I have this that as well as the the awareness is 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 there and present and illuminated. The mind is still going. It, it's not like the mind stops, but it's. 
there's this immunity to it. It's just, it's just, it's just go, it's just going, and there's no, it, it, there's no effect on on the um that that sent that state of being that and and once I've I've had several uh, very profound states of being like that and and well uh, I yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah the, you know uh, there there have been that awareness has been made made clear in a way that, that I can't describe and just just having that having the, the just just even, even as a even coming from a self knowing that that's there changes the way everything view here and, and the way everything is uh, is experienced because that's the the the, the, pr the pr you know the proof is in the pudding, and and it's like once once something like that happens, uh, the it, it's hard to undo that that sort of sort of man Impre it's, impression it's, yes yeah it makes an impression yes it does yes. And of course, I—I uh, I mean, I, there, there to the, to this day, there's many lapses back into, you know, the selfing, and uh, but for the most part, it's in. And I want the the past year has been a bitch slap, just one big bitch slap across the face for for, for various reasons, and um, it's uh. Kind of, kind of losing what I was going to say. The uh, the bitch slap yeah. hurt then. Yeah, that yeah. The, the, if the bitch slap hurt, well, woke me works. up a little bit. Woke, woke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, it it shook what I was not a little bit, and and brought that illuminated that awareness, brought that awareness up a little bit, and um. And so now there's just as I go through day to day, nothing, nothing is, nothing is really that different. But there's, there, there is, I am getting that sense of traveling lighter, and it's not this ma mystical, magical kind of experience. Really, it's just an assurance. It's almost like an assurance. It's just a, 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 a knowing. So. A, Yes, yeah. exactly. Yes. And that it's it's been it's been incredible and um it's been a it's been a great blessing and what sealed the deal for me ultimately was a uh a, I mean, I was uh just kind of a personal thing. It was engaged for a year. And um and you you knew her, you you talked to her uh last summer and um out of nowhere <laughs> out of nowhere just she ended it and that was one of the greatest gifts that that I've ever experienced at the time and the, that those few days I wouldn't I couldn't admit that but it because it shattered everything that that the selfing had had conceived and, and it, it just showed that it was so uh, 
uh, impermanent and, and insubstantial, and that, that, that at any moment, every, that it's, it's so tr everything is so transient, so, how, and so, so this thing that thinks it's a solid entity um, and, and is, is in it, it, with its little plans and its concepts and ideas and judgments, it's, um, having my world just turned upside down in, in a, and experiencing pain as a result of that, that was like, that was the, the, the slap of all slaps. <laughs> and it was, it was very, very, um, awakening. Um, I, I just instantly thought of the first, like in a week later, like start thinking the noble truths, you know, and, um, <laughs> <laughs> is people who who are, are just like for the first time kind of like <coughs> trying try to see what you're all about and um, I'm telling I'm telling you that it's in, in, in the, the viewers that it's it's taken some some entertaining some some time and because um, it and it's it's a big it, it goes against everything that that I, I am conditioned and raised to believe, and and I, I believe this the self is is this. If 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 I ask about my my identity as a self, it's it's rooted in you know I I was named by somebody else. Jason was was given a name. Um, Jason was was put in in this an environment, put in a school, uh, told given certain messages. Growing up about about himself, me, and you know the self, and about the world, and about the the other separate entities and selves that are that are in this world, and um, and and what came from that was this whole just this system and mechanism that um, just really solidified it, and uh, I. You talk about how the, the golden years were uh, for you were when you were f between two and four. And yeah. is, is that right? Yes. Is that the right age? And um, it's it's just uh, you know Jesus Jesus himself quoted uh, and taught and, and emphasized that the the most worthy of entering the kingdom of God. And and I I wouldn't I wouldn't say that there's a separate you know yeah you know yeah. you know gated kingdom no see the thing is children they don't there's no entering the kingdom of heaven for children there they don't know of any other place until <laughs> they yeah. start, unless they're having an abusive situation or anything yeah. so mm -hmm. when you're a resident of heaven. You don't know you're a resident of heaven. It's when you're in yeah. hell, seemingly in hell, then then you think you'd like to be a resident in heaven. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And but, thus, 
That's sort of how it happens when you when the entertaining, let's say, translates here. And so instead of having a few moments of that uh, that forever moment, yeah, in time, you start. It becomes a sort of a state because the the obviousness of it is that it's always so, yeah. So that's not just a possibility. That's what it is. So, but the mind in this tr translation in time and this place can now can start entertaining that it's always so. So it has quote unquote more moments of that always so moment. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's how it translates here at times for people. So it seems like it deepens and grows while they're entertaining it. Yes, because mm -hmm. more moments there's that assurity that there's only that moment. Yes. That moment is now overriding the differences and the peculiarities of this moment in time. Yeah, that moment overriding all of the all the degrees of meaning and all this that are, are being shuffled and dealt to this moment in time. So what's always so starts having a very strong influence in all the different moments that seem to be so. Yeah, yeah. I like what you said about it. It leaves a it leaves an impression, absolutely. Definitely. Once, once it, once that contact, which is always present, it's just, a, 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 you know, the the, uh, I guess detached. I don't know how to describe it, but but it's, basically, I, I I just observed. I just did a lot of observing and a lot of looking and a lot of a lot of investigating about what was going on. And I just found out that it was it was just there was nothing nothing really going on <laughs> and yeah. um, you know messages from uh, from that you know from, that that are conditioned from from a, from a culture or from a family or whatever and um, so it, it was uh, just just in, in in observing and investigating is. This this thing, anybody's hearing this first, um, is and may and may have no experience with with meditation or uh, mindfulness or anything of that nature. Uh, it seems like a just incomprehensible. I've lost you.